Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This summer, forget Universal Studios Hollywood. Experience Hurricane. Now entertaining tourists all around Southern California. If we do this, how do we know it's going to end any differently than it did before? I just know this is going to be a great day. Wake up. Smell the coffee. All right? Wake up and sniff it. Oh, that's strong. Caffeine's poison. Don't you know that? Yeah, but what a way to go. Woo! It's showtime. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. This is Charlotte County Speaks, your chance to let your voice be heard on local, state, and national issues. And now, broadcasting live from a dumpy little warehouse behind a Taco Bell, the host of Charlotte County Speaks, Ken Lovejoy. News Radio, 1580 and 100.9 FM, WCCF, this is Charlotte County Speaks, 1011 is the time, uh, phone lines open 941-206-1580, toll free 888-441-1580, the email address ccspeaks at live.com, if you miss a show, find them all at spreaker.com under WCCF. Welcoming to the show once again, it's Dan Perkins, ladies and gentlemen. Dan, how you doing? Good morning, sir. I'm doing much better. Thank you. Good, good. What's going on? Well, I want to talk about money. Okay. Um, and I, but I, I want to talk about it in two, two different contexts. Uh, I want your audience to under, try and understand um, <clears throat> interest and in how it's affecting the national debt, and then I want to talk about... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how we can protect ourselves given the number of banks that are considered under review by Fitch Rating Service. Um, I'm sure it's already started somewhat of a run on the bank. So let's deal with the government. Um, The U.S. National Debt Tracker sees that if we continue at the pace we're going, by 2053, interest payments are projected to be $5.4 trillion more than the U.S. government spends on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and defense. So the share of the economy, total interest on the national debt, will hit a record 3.2% of GDP. 3.2%. So every dollar we make, generate in our businesses, 3.2%, every penny of that goes to pay the interest on the debt. I should point out point out that the yield on the 90-day Treasury bill is the highest it's been in 25 years. Um, and why that's important, it's gone from almost zero 
to over five and a quarter percent in the time that Joe Biden's been president. Yeah, but how long is how long are those bonds? Well, those are we're talking the 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 bulk of the Treasury financing uh, for that that uh, they need to raise money. Uh, they typically right now have been financing in terms of ninety day debt. Okay. So so uh, and the and the yield the yield curve is is quite highly inverted and for the your audience that means if interest rates on short-term rates like 90-day bills are higher than their interest rate on 30-year bonds it's called an inverted yield curve and uh, the the 30-year bond in fact all maturities across the treasury curve are all now above four percent except the 90-day which is almost five and a quarter uh so we've got interest rates now that we haven't seen in a quarter of a century, and that's generating a, a, a significant portion of the budget expenditures, which are being subsidized by more debt. Um, and uh, we're, we're looking at the possibility, and I know it seems to be a long time out, but it isn't really, that the interest will double to 6.7% by 2053. Now, when we think about that, it's important to understand that we are not, we are not building an economy fast, growing fast enough, no matter what Joe Biden says, to handle the increase in debt in the, in the country. In, in, in example, in World War II, we had a tremendous expansion because of the war and that the amount of government debt as a percentage of GDP went up dramatically. But the belief was that by providing more capital, which we needed to build armaments for, for, for the war, the economy would grow into a higher level. The problem is now we're at $32 trillion in deficit, and um, the economy is less than $32 trillion. Um, a lot of people, including myself, feel that we can't grow the economy enough to absorb the massive amount of debt that we've put in. And so at $32 trillion, um, we, we have uh, what is called a, a, a negative growth to GDP, and that's an important factor because uh, credit analysts, people who look at things like the the solvency of the country before they make investments, which I do, you look at the ratio between uh, the amount of outstanding debt and the GDP of the country. So right now we have, uh, and, and if the debt exceeds the GDP, we need to figure out by how much. And right now, the 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 GDP at debt ratio is about a hundred and fifteen percent. We have fifteen percent more debt on the books today than we have GDP in the United States. Now that's seems like a lot of money and it is a lot of money and it's and it's it's reaching the point that we'll never be able to 
theoretically pay it back when we'll be, we won't be able to grow the economy enough in order to be able to absorb some of that debt. The worst country in the world in terms of jet GDP debt ratio is China. Mm-hmm. We have about 115%. The debt to GDP ratio in China is 250%, which means their debt exceed, is two and a half times greater than the growth rate of China. Now, keep in mind, uh, you may have heard a week or so ago that the Chinese government announced that their imports and exports for the month of July, for the month, and I need to reemphasize this, for the month, went down about 12% for the month. That's kind of significant for a one-month drop, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, very significant. Uh, And so when when an economy loses steam to that magnitude that quickly, you have to start asking the question, um, can they survive? Can the leadership survive in China with that much debt? And over the weekend, one of the, the largest commercial real estate developer and investor in China filed for bankruptcy in the United States. Um, and uh, they have a, a lot of office building space all over the United States. So that they, they, they can't pay their bills. They can't pay, they can't cover the interest rate and they can't pay their operating expenses. Part of that is because of, um, the pandemic. When the, the, when the management of companies decided it was better off to have their employees work remotely <clears throat> as opposed to coming into the office because it would, uh, reduce the spread of the, of the virus. Now we find that employees are balking about wanting to come back. The management wants them to come back into the office now. Find new people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean seriously. Yeah, because if I, I, to in in my opinion, what I what I noticed is a lot of uh, uh, a ton of people couldn't wait to get back into the office because they Mm -hmm. realize because they realize like a lot of people do. You're not giving your best working in your underwear from home. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just aren't. The, uh, you can't right. tell me that there's increased productivity because I just don't buy it. And studies have, have borne that out. And so companies mm-hmm. are asking them to come back. But a lot of employees are saying, well, I'll just quit and find a job that will let me work from home. Okay, bye. Right. <laughs> right. Well, uh, as I said, Tesla. Elon Musk said to all the people who are working remotely, you, you got 30 days to work, come back into the office so you're gone. <laughs> but, but all these companies, thousands upon thousands of companies, I mean, three of my sons are, have been working remotely since the pandemic. Wow. And uh, uh, their companies. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I have, have no interest in changing that structure. 
but other companies want want people back because you're right. There is a dynamic of working in an office where you have human interchange on an instantaneous basis. Yeah. And you can see the reaction yeah. on the person's face to what you're saying is not there. You can't see it in a in a Zoom call or a, a conf- telephone conference call. It's not there. So, but but we've changed the culture. We have at least attempted to change the culture that people don't want to go into work anymore, and they want to they want to ro- work remotely. I guess well, it, it would depend the on the job. It would depend on the uh, uh, on what they do, really. You know, if you're like an IT guy, you can really work anywhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, well, I have a, a woman who works for me uh, in 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 managing my websites. She works from home. Um, she doesn't need to go into an office to do what she does. She can do it easily at home. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I don't need her to go to an office mm-hmm. uh, to be able to do. I just want to make sure that I'm getting what what she says she's going to deliver. So, and she has. But the point is that the 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 commercial vacancy rate in in some cities in this country is over forty mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. yeah. At forty percent, if if you if you're paying for forty percent of a, an office building that you're not using. You're either going to try and renegotiate the lease or walk away and turn over the keys. And yeah. if you've got a loan on it, you may may very well just say to the bank, uh, "It doesn't make sense to me to continue to try and service this debt. I'm I'm going to hand you the keys and and uh, walk away." See you now. And so that. Go ahead. No, I just said, "See you now." Here's the keys. Bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that that that's. The the concern is that the the commercial real estate market is in serious shape, and if we go into or expand the recession that we may already be in, uh, we're going to see larger and larger real estate collapses. How have you noticed uh, that situation, commercial uh, real estate here in Florida? Have you looked at that in particular at all? Yeah, in in the in the, <laughs> I hate to be so so sounds so biased. I'm looking but, for some good news. But in the in in the red states where the economies are growing and the population, we got a thousand people a day coming into Florida. Uh, <clears throat> so demand for housing and everything else is everybody's got help wanted signs everywhere. I mean, it, it, it's it, it's a it's an opportunity and. In many cases, the what used to be minimum wage jobs at food restaurants and stuff like that, they're getting outlandish payments, and and sometimes even signing bonuses for signing on. Oh, yeah. So a, in in the case of Florida, because demand is so high, there's a shortage of personnel, and um, they want people to move into Florida to help fill the jobs, and and the jobs are. I well, they gonna have to lower the jobs, rent, but they're. There's they go. They got to lower job. the rent. They got to lower the rent. They want these people moving in here for all these service industry jobs that are being created. They gonna have to lower the rent, Dan. But but the, you're, I, I have to throw some mud in the water for you. Okay. Right now we've got a huge surplus of commercial real estate. Okay. The National Home Builders Association has reported recently 
there's a shortage of 4.8 million single-family homes in the United States. 4.8 million. And so I, 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 you're not going to see them lower the rent when the demand for single-family homes is so high. Um, they're buyers. And even though interest rates are up, interest rates for a 30-year conventional fixed-rate mortgage were 702 last week, the highest since 1995. That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, but it follows what I said earlier in the show about tracking interest rates. We are at 25 and 30-year highs in interest rates. Uh, so, so I see, um, yeah, I, I understand the logic that says, well, lower the rates. If, if you sell everything you got almost before you can get it, it's pre-sold before you get it built because of demand, why are you going to lower the rates? Yeah. Well, okay. And in, and in New York and New York and California and Illinois and all those northern blue states with their crime and their high taxes and everything else, uh, it's hard to sell property there because who wants to move in there? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 we watched, um, I, I think it was 12 seasons of the, the, um, PBS FBI series, which takes place in yeah. New York. Yeah. I catch that every once in a while. Yeah. yeah but it, I was, I don't know why it struck me, but, la, uh, we watched the last episode of the current series, um, and I, I said to my wife, do you realize we've been watching for, I don't know, 10 years, 10 years worth of shows or whatever, that this all takes in pl- place in New York and people are being shot on the street indiscriminately and the cars are dragged out of their cars and their cars are stolen and people's <laughs> homes are broken. And I said, wait a minute, that can't be a great commercial for New York City. It's actually worse. It <laughs> it's act- huh? Reality is actually worse right now in New York City. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right, and, and we got we got um, we, we so so we've got we've got a tremendous demand for free housing for homeless people, and the homeless people are pissed off because the immigrants are taking their homes away from them, their places to live, and they get priority over the Americans. So it, it really is a, uh, a, a, a a terrible time. So. We're, we're talking about whether or not this discussion is, are we going to have a soft landing, hard landing? We're going to have a recession, deep recession, shallow recession. What's going to happen? <clears throat> so the last thing I want to talk about is how, and with, with a significant number of banks who have billions of dollars invested in this commercial real estate side, a lot of banks, including J.P. Morgan and Bank of America, maybe put on a watch list in the next uh, 30 to 90 days. So so what do you do as an individual uh, with your life savings? Um, I think you need to consider the possibility of moving some of your money into direct treasury obligations. And I would say, given the yield curve, where shorter is much higher than longer, uh, I would you should consider to using a portion of your savings to go and buy treasury bills on treasurydirect.com and you can buy treasury bills, notes and bonds uh, direct from the government with no commission 
and you can diversify your portfolio and actually increase the credit quality of your money than keeping it in a bank. Now, everybody talks about, yes, it's FDIC insured. If there's a run on the bank, like there was in 2008, some of your money is going to get eaten up. And so why, why take the risk? Uh, you know, we, 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 we hear these stories about Russia is going to create a new gold currency and, and Russia and, and China are going to try and replace the dollar as the reserve currency of the world. And what happened last week? The Bitcoin dropped $1,600 in one day. Not stable. So it's a, it's a, it's well, a, we're a the lot ones, of talk. <laughs> we're the ones, uh, the, uh, the West did is the ones that seem to want to go on this cryptocurrency that can drop like a rock in a stone-cold second or just completely disappear due to a computer glitch. Uh, right. The, the BRICS is uh, – what are the BRICS – the, what are they working it off? They're working it off of, of gold, right? Yes. So but, which, but which, again, ones, which one would wind up being stronger in the long run? Um. Well, that that's that's a very good question. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm not trying to be cute with you. I'm just going to ask you a straight out question. Okay. You've been into a, a grocery store, Quickie Mart, whatever, and you you give them money, and they put put the dollar amount in the cash register, and the cash register store opens, right? Mm-hmm. And you got a slot for dollars, fives, tens, twenties, maybe fifties. And the hundreds go under the cash drawer. Okay, and the fifties usually. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So my question to you, sir, is where is the slot in the drawer for gold? Good, good answer. But uh, where's where's the? Uh, are you very trusting of this crypto crap? No, because that's, no, that's where they, that's why they want to drag. That. I think all this discussion about all these foreign currencies being better. Better than the oh, US. I'm not saying uh, they're going to be I mean, better. Got, I'm just saying what the West seems to want to go to, I don't think will work. I think it'll fail, and I think it, it's oh, I agree. total intru- I agree. total intrusion. And and uh, I I would rather be based on I damn Nixon really for all of this. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking us off the gold standard. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 you know the idea that Russia is going to create a new currency backed by gold. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Uh, nobody seems to be able to know well, what does that mean? How does it work? What's going to be the market? I, I, I've said all along is that, that if you're going to want to... <clears throat> If you want to have an inflation hedge, one of the things you can have is gold. 
<clears throat> but realize you're not going to be able to sell it. There's not going to be a market to, to sell it if, if you really get into serious inflation. And there's not a way to spend it because there's not a market for gold. There's not a, an institutional and or a retail market other than coin shops. <clears throat> the, the commerce of the, of the world, the cash registers, don't have a slot for gold coins. And, um, and so it really is a situation where uh, gold is more romantic than anything else. Uh, but, but there's not a – there isn't – that's why I took you through the exercise of GDP mm-hmm. to debt. Um, if you've got a country like China that's 250% or more uh, in debt to their GDP – what happens if the economy continues to fall like it did in July, where it dropped 25 percent mm-hmm. or 12 percent? Um, uh, your your currency is going to be worthless. So uh, there there isn't a, there isn't an individual country that can go out there and create, a, in my opinion, a stable currency market uh, for a gold backed security primarily because there's no way to liquefy it so that people who buy it have a way to reasonably liquefy it. You know, it, it's, uh, I, I've always said to people, be very careful when you buy gold because sometimes, in many cases, the cost to buy and the cost to sell could be as much as 70%. And so it's tough to make money in gold. And as I said, if there's if there's no no drawer in no slot in the cash register, how do you convert that gold to buy food or gasoline or whatever to, to, for your family? And that's the problem. There's no there's no world market that has any degree of credible liquidity uh, with gold. And um, I think that considering that the with all of our troubles, we are still the biggest economy in the world, and we have a decent debt-to-GDP ratio. Buying Treasury debt at 90 days at 5.25% is a very attractive return. Okay. All right? All right. that all you got? Oh, look at the time. Okay, yeah, it is. That's all you got. <laughs> it's Dan Perkins. That's all you're going to give me. <laughs> all right, sir. Dan Perkins, ladies and gentlemen, too. have a good one. It's uh, Dan Perkins. Check out his website, danperkins.guru, his philanthropic website, Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us, and his new show, blacksandwhites.us. Log on, check him out. Take a break. We'll be right back. Okay, I think we should take a break and clean our body parts. We'll be right back with Charlotte County Speaks on News Radio 1580 WCCF. Oh, August. Is August the month of market doldrums? Uh, I remember last year you had the the Fed meeting at Jackson Hole and set the markets into a spiral. Um, Listen, let's let's take a look at the technicals or where we're at right now, the run-up we've seen in the market and the profit-taking that is taking place right here and now. Again, people, one of the, um, the, the exercises in futility that we continue to try to warn you against is trying to guess what's going to happen next with the markets. Don't be a stock market buyer, be a great company buyer. And what that entails is, again, when you have market doldrums, is to stick to what's right and to continue to put money away. And when markets are down, guess what? You start sensing opportunity and you build a base there. 
again, you're going to have a million different ideas about what's going to happen around the corner. The reality is it's just a guess. Don't guess. Watchdog on wallstreet.com. Radio 1580, 100.9 FM, WCCF. Charlotte County Speaks, just about 1042. Phone lines are open for you, 941-206-1580. Toll free, 888-441-1580. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, your next chance at $1,000 cash and uh, possibly a trip to the iHeart Music Festival in Vegas coming up next month is uh, 1 p.m. this afternoon. So be listening for your uh, word to text to 200-200 when they give you the key word. And it could be you. Could be fun. Hey, also, uh, we've, got the, uh, we've got the Labor Day weekend coming up. The com- uh, thank- Commies gave us a day. So we got the uh, Labor Day weekend at the Charlotte County Fairgrounds. It's Wet and Wild Kids Fest, 60, over 60, bounce houses, water slides, games, obstacle courses, movie night, Friday night, live music, whole lot more. Gates open at 3 p.m. Friday, September 1st, 3 p.m. Saturday and Sunday, and Labor Day. Uh, gate admission, just 5 bucks. Kids 5 and under, free with adult, of course, will be there as well. There's gonna have a there's gonna be a dunk tank. That's fun. Who can we get? Huh? No. Mechanical bull, uh, trackless train rides for the kiddies, foam parties. What? Uh, Rubio's Rubio's gonna be there? Huh? What? Huh? Huh? Uh, <laughs> oh come on! Just saying. Uh, all kinds of food trucks too. Live performances. They got uh, Josie Silviti on. Uh, I think uh, Friday and Champ Jackson on uh, Saturday or Sunday. One or the other. Check it out. Go out there. It'll be fun. 206-1580, toll free, 888-441-1580. You know, the military is just uh, 
Well, it's getting pretty disgusting, really. Just the woke douchebaggery in the officer corps. Just the commie, woke douchebaggery of the uh, officer corps. Particularly, and it started, really, say what you want, it started with the Air Force Academy and then, you know, whittled its way into the Air Force and then like a, like crabs, like a dose of the crabs, it just spread all over. Uh, now they all got it. They do. Oh, the Navy was second, but it's even gone to the Marines, the Army? Good God. Ugh. The Pentagon has, uh, and Monica Showalter tells us of this, and once again, Air Force. Pentagon's gone to great ends to hide its wokery whenever it gets caught. And they, they've shut down drag shows on U.S. military bases. They've uh, kicked openly white-hating wokesters teaching military kids upstairs to other things. They've taken down their Pride Month flags and tweets. They've changed course on hunting for extremists in the ranks when news emerged that they missed actual miscreants that were right under their noses. They've investigated dog sex officer pervert rings that had been going on for a long time in Hawaii. They've also denied in testimony to Congress at appropriations times that they're wokesters. They deny it, but we see it all over. Personnel is policy, and look at who they're promoting tells a whole different story. Kevin Downey over at PJ Media tells us... Uh, Enter United States Air Force Colonel Benjamin Johnson. He was nominated by Biden to be promoted to Brigadier General. Colonel Johnson is white and woke. Colonel Johnson believes that the, quote, problem with the Air Force is, quote, white colonels like himself, but not really him, just all the other white colonels. After the death of saintly George Floyd, Johnson penned an article for Air Force Times calling out his fellow Caucasian Air Force colonels. Quote, as white colonels, you and I are the biggest barriers to change if we do not personally address racial injustice in our Air Force, Colonel Johnson began. The letter just totally reeks of being written by a haughty, green-haired, virtue-signaling white kid who attends high school in an affluent neighborhood. Quote, defensiveness is a predictable response by white people to any discussion of racial injustice. Colonel Justice Warrior continues, white colonels are no exception. We are largely blind to institutional racism and we take offense to any suggestion that our system advantaged us at the expense of others. But not me, just all the other whiteies. But not me, because I'm telling you. Uh, these, what do you mean they're not woke? Yeah, they are woke alpha foxtrot, and they just don't like getting caught being woke. Pointing out their wokeness, it makes them tender and sensitive. Johnson was one of a group of officers the Pentagon tried to hide into the crowd in a group promotion for Congress to sign off on Downey notes. To his credit, Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama has demanded that all officers be looked at individually. I agree. Maybe someone then could ask Johnson what he meant by all these white colonels, 
he sees who are supposedly perpetuating racism in the military and ask, ask him to name some names so we can see what might have been going on. Johnson wrote this essay for Air Force Times in 2020 at the height of the George Floyd riots. He says a white colonel worried that a wing-level discussion about the disproportionate rate of Article 15s given to black airmen would have a chilling effect on holding minorities accountable and would degrade good order and discipline. He deflected meaningful discussion of racial injustice in the Air Force by summarily stating that such discussion damaged the foundation of military discipline. A white colonel raised his disagreement with a black senior enlisted leader's story of being offered offered an Article 15 for his boisterous singing personality when he was an airman. When the black enlisted leader told the story, he was the only black person in the room, the only person with first-hand experience on the receiving end of unbalanced Article 15s. By later discrediting the story, the colonel ended further examination of the role of cultural difference on discipline decisions by supervisors. A white colonel argued that when anyone joins the Air Force, they need to adopt the culture of the Air Force, that we should not make cultural accommodations. Hear, hear. You're in the Air Force. That's your culture. You took the oath. Deal with it. You signed on the dotted line. This is it. I agree with that. By obscuring any cultural differences in the Air Force, he excused himself from the need to dig into the underlying issue of racial disparity. He goes on and on. Fighting with some rival for promotion and always citing unnamed sources to ensure that they would not be able to defend themselves. Above all, he hewed to the wokester line that the military is brimming with racists and he was the enlightened one who knew how to solve it all. What did he have in mind? Well, obviously a promotion to general. He knew that all those white colonels out there were his rivals for promotion, so what better way than to smear them all to his superiors as racists, knowing that the Pentagon brass would reward him with a promotion for his wokesterism. And that tells us that he knew the lay of the land for promotions, which is that only the loud wokester gets them. Tells us a lot about military culture right there, doesn't it? And it tells us a lot about uh, this dude's opportunism. Is he a leader? No. He's a woke douche looking for a cushy retirement. One step up, more money, more money. Tuberville is very correct in wanting to investigate this compulsive finger-pointing because experience shows that the worst accusers of others often has the same record of those that they're making the accusations of. Look, squirrel, approach in many cases can also be to deflect scrutiny from themselves. Certainly, ride look, given this guy's willingness to accuse others, his apparent LinkedIn page suggests that he's a real bright guy with specialized skills that are likely very important to the Air Force, but bright as he may be, he shouldn't be commanding others or setting policy or deciding who else gets promoted. He should be left where he is with Congress rightly having the last word. He's proof positive that the wokester Pentagon hasn't changed at all, even as it removes public signs of wokesterism from public eye anytime there's a public scandal. Pentagon spent $115 million on DEI training, which means indoctrination, which is $30 million more than they spent last year. That's a lot of consultants. 
And they've also flunked out on their military recruitment targets owing to their wokester orientation and even discouraged children from traditional military families with traditional values from joining the military. Why would they when this is what they got to deal with? Now they'd have us think that, oh, no, we're not woke, except that they promote the loudest of the woke to their flag ranks. So give us a break. Tommy Tuberville needs to uh, keep asking those questions. Monica Showalter right there. We'll be back. How are you now, Dad? You and me had a crossover guy, Dad. Up north for some father-son fishing, Dad. Don't get the kids all riled up before bed, Dad. Okay, now, to be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Lots of people emit sounds when they stands up and sits down, not just dads. We'll be right back with Charlotte County Speaks on News Radio 1580 WCCF. Listening to the radio today, I heard a radio contest here in L.A., but it doesn't matter where you are. All radio contests sound exactly the same. Your lucky caller number seven. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Are you serious? I'm serious. You just won $1,000. What's your favorite radio station? This one. People have no shame or humility. There's no rule that says you have to love the station you want on. If I won a contest, I'd be completely honest. You just won $1,000. What's your favorite radio station? Well, I jump around a lot. I like the Spanish one. And this one's pretty good. What station is this anyway? I just had it on Seek. <laughs> News Radio 1580, 100.9 FM, WCCF. Charlotte County speaks at 1057. Oh, ooh, hey, it's running late. We gotta... And now it's time for... Random, random, random facts. Random. What we got here. Number one of your five random facts bubblegum was invented in Philadelphia 95 years ago by a 23 year old candy accountant named Walter Deemer. He was messing around in the factory when he created a mixture that allowed him to blow a bubble and pop it and clean up the mess fairly easily. It was a gross gray color, so he dyed it pink. And there you go. Number two, Ryan Gosling gained 60 pounds to star in The Lovely Bones, but when he showed up on set, it turns out Peter Jackson wasn't picturing an overweight lead. So Gosling was fired and Mark Wahlberg was brought in. 60 pounds, what the hell would you do that to yourself for? Uh, number three, Nintendo character Kirby is named after an attorney named John Kirby who successfully defended Nintendo in court when they sued because Universal said Donkey Kong was a ripoff of King Kong. No. Number four, the first For Dummies book was DOS, DOS for Dummies, in 1991. Now the series has around 2,500 titles and more than 200 million copies in print. 
And finally, number five of your five random facts, Red Lobster ran an all-you-can-eat crab promotion in 2003 uh, and wound up taking a $3.3 million loss because they seriously underestimated how much people can eat. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, what are you going to do, you know? But wish you a great day. Ammo up, stock up on rice and beans, and we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. We're News Radio 1580 AM, WCCF, Punta Gorda, and FM 100.9, W265 EA, Punta Gorda. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.